Welcome once again to This Week in Gain. I'm your host, Anthony, joining you once again for this week's recap of all the latest and greatest LGBT news around the nation, around the world, around the universe, and whatnot. And joining me once again is the Cavalcade, the super wonder friends, you may say, of the LGBT podcasting world. And please, everybody, welcome back. Mr. Christmas Card himself, Sater69. If we're the super friends, then I'm Zan and Jaina, okay? I just want to say that. You're both? <laughs> yeah, I'm both. I'm that damn good. Well, I, actually, as long I'm as you're Zan, not the monkey. <laughs> I'm Zan and the impaler is Jaina. As long as you don't have the stupid blue monkey screwing everything up. And running around with an empty bucket. Speaking of blue, exactly. please welcome back Mr. Blue Jeans guy, David and Hello. Hello, sir. How? How are you? Did you get any snow? Yes, we did. You guys, we, we didn't get too much. We didn't get too much in this area, like uh, probably just a couple of inches. But the farther north you went, uh, they got like up to a foot. <laughs> Where have you been plowed yet? <laughs> no, all right, that's terrible. <laughs> a lady never tells. <laughs> Unless... I still don't understand this whole snow thing that people are talking about. Well, that's because you're on the West Coast. But before yeah, I get to, to, to that, let me introduce our, uh, our the, the, the guy who's always here, Mr. Reliable, Mr. Brother Sinatus is joining us once again. Hey. Hello, sir. Are you in a snowfield area? Um, we're expecting it some tonight, and we had some about three days ago and three days before that. And um, But then again, we're in Colorado, so... There are people here that like that stuff. Ah, Colorado, the most magical place in the world. Who's clicking? Who's making noises during a live show? I'm sorry. I was just upping my microphone. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) If Joey was here, it would be like, unprofessional. So Patrick from Screen Queen. Doing a podcast with Anthony is like doing a podcast with Hitler. <laughs> Why does he do it? <laughs> and you would know, seeing that you have done the part. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. All right. So Joey from Cocktails and Creep House and uh, Patrick should be joining us, so we will await their presence. But since we only have an hour before Country Boy West comes on, we must move along. So without further ado... The first story is, and Brother Sinead wanted to cover this last week, so we're going to cover it this week. Uh, Christians push Bill to legalize bullying based on religion. And Brother, if you would, please. Well, here we go again. Just as we saw in Michigan, Tennessee's WSMV reports on a new bill that is a top priority of the Family Action Council. A proposal by some state lawmakers is ready already under fire even before the legislative session begins. They're considering making a change in the law to allow students to speak uh, speak out against homosexuality, if that's what their religious beliefs calls for. Supporters have said this is about protecting the free speech rights of students 
who want to express their views on homosexuality. But gay rights groups are calling it calling the idea a license to bully. Kelly Fussman is the founder of the No Hate Club at uh, Hendersonville High School. She says that she sees examples of bullying every day. I've had a lot of friends bullied for just being who they are, whether it's for their sexuality, their gender identity, their religion, she says. Fussman says she is worried that about the bill in the legislature that she believes could make the verbal abuse worse. The proposal would alter the state's anti-bullying law to allow students to speak their religious and political views against homosexuality without punishment, as long as the students isn't threatening harm or damaging property. So, Uh, where do we begin on this one? (laughs) I mean, I really want to start my own religion, which involves a Louisville Louisville slugger uh, and kneecapping people. (laughs) I mean, you know. Well, let me ask our our somewhat legal advice guy here, David. What, um, I mean, is is there any way you really can... Well, I guess you can. I guess you, 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 we we have had laws that actually prohibit free speech and curtail speech. But is that a slippery slope once we start down that road? If we start outlying all sorts of speech just because it's bullying, do that, does that give them the right to start doing other speech that people may find offensive? Uh, yeah. I mean, for one thing, trying – Trying to pass a law that upholds the student's right to free speech, it's a slippery slope for a completely different kind of reason. Um, schools basically exist on the idea, and they basically maintain control of the students by the idea that schools are not democracies. They are um, benevolent dictatorships. Uh, it's the way it has to be. because Benevolent? If, <laughs> yes. You didn't go to my well, high school. <laughs> Okay, more benevolent than, than, you know, hostile in many cases. But, yeah, I, I know what you mean because I grew up in Tennessee, so, yeah. Um, in fact, when I was in high school, there was actually uh, a guy who was in my class uh, who ended up in a legal dispute with the school system uh, because he had done a, a campaign speech for um, student council president where he basically said, vote for me and, and I'll take over the entire school and principal won't be able to do anything, blah, blah, blah. And he got basically kicked off of the election. Um, it was too late to do anything with the voting machines. We were actually using real voting machines and they'd already set them. So they said they couldn't take his name off, but they said, if you vote for him, the votes aren't going to count. Um, and his dad ended up suing the school system and he, it basically got over overruled every single time uh, because the federal court, district court, said that there is no free speech in schools because it's basically the way it has to be. Uh, the Court of Appeals upheld it, and the Supreme Court refused to give it certiorari, so basically the ruling stood. Um, this is going to, I mean, if they say that students can can express their religious beliefs against homosexuality and all that kind of stuff, there will be the, the potential for this thing to turn into 
students could speak out. Uh, you know, a student could bully a uh, an atheistic teacher, uh, which, by the way, also happened in my same high school. Um, so, it, yes, it will open up some slippery slopes. It will open up some cans of worms but probably not just for the idea that students can bully a gay person just because their religious beliefs say that they can, uh, well, which, guess, by the way, is totally not what Christianity teaches. Well, I guess the laws. question is, is that passing laws against this bullying is probably not going to work, but what is, what is the more effective way to deal with this in the school system? The more effective way to deal with this simply is, uh, A, uh, quit packing 60 students into one classroom so that the teacher actually has a chance to possibly control the, the, the herd. Um, hold school administrative administrators more accountable when shit like this happens. Uh, I mean, you get school systems where they've, they turn their head when stuff like this happens. Again, happened when I was in high school. Um, it wasn't just the the gay stuff, but there were there were football players uh, or other athletes who bullied students and basically got a slap on the wrist for the most part. Um, it's you've got to you got to quit overcrowding crowding classrooms so the teachers actually have an opportunity to teach and not just do crowd control all the time. You've got to have administration that gives a shit. And hold them accountable when they don't, when they turn their, when they turn a blind eye to stuff like this happening. And as far as you know, the students themselves, um, you know, there's got to be some kind of education along the way, you know, in favor of diversity. I guess the big issue that you run into again is the religious argument, and. When you start teaching plurality, when you start teaching, um, you know, equal rights, equal access, equal all this stuff, you do have some religionists who are going to get their drawers in a bunch because of it. Because you're teaching moral relativism, you're teaching, you know, you know, and they'll say, well, you're just, you know, you're just jacking open the doors of hell, and we're going to all fall down all at once. All right. Please. Hey, let me just add that Joy from Cocktails and Creep Puffs now joins us. Yay. Hi, Joey. Hello, darling. I'm listening to you, and I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, let me check the temperature in hell. It's funny because as you first started, I was like, oh, I'm sure we're going to disagree. And I'm like, nope, nope, we're right on. We're good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, well, I good. Just... Thank you very much for joining us, ladies. Join us next week. <laughs> and I'm sorry that I'm so quiet, but the Golden Globes are on right now. What's that? First of all. You're a bitch for having to record during the Golden Globes. We are all know, bad right? gays. I'm sorry. I don't exactly. put that much into ho- fame into Hollywood and whatnot. DVR. <laughs> no, my DVR is recording the Sharks game. All right. Well, anyone else want to comment on that story before we move on? All right. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, I'm, I'm right on with you, David. I think one of the issues, like, and I'm like exactly how you threw it in. You know, the problem is, is you can teach one thing, but then... If if it's something that, you know, oh, I don't believe in those homosexuals, you know, that's the problem is it all starts at home. And I think one of the fortunate things I see in my generation, and I think there's people who are older and younger than me, is how much it's changed in such a short time and how the new generation in school 
is coming out and other people are accepting it for the most part. I mean, there's there obviously are other situations, but how much global acceptance there is when kids are coming out in high school or how it's, you know, hey, mom, dad, it's not such a big deal. So and so is gay. And I don't think they're the devil incarnate. And it's funny to see that more in relation to, you know, when my generation was, you came out as close to college, so you were away from your family when it happens. Right. And then there's the people before that who came out as adults or never came out. So I just, I don't know, I think I think we're on the right track. I don't, I know it's never going to change overnight, nor should it, you know, but I'd rather, I'd rather slowly slide people into this stuff than just, you know, jam the brakes. I, right. I think we're all in agreement here. Yeah. All right. That's it. Move on to the, the other thing you got to okay. the other thing you got to realize too. Let me put this in in context. Nashville, the state capital of Tennessee, has the world headquarters for the Southern Baptists, and they also have I think the American Baptist, which is a little bit more progressive, and they also have a major Methodist, and they're also actually pretty progressive publishing house. But the the world headquarters for the for the Southern Baptists. And the Baptist Sunday School Board, which is now called Lifeway Ministries, are like you can see them from the state capitol. Uh, so you got to understand, there's a very strong lobby uh, from these groups because the Southern Baptists do actually have a political activist committee, and they regularly lo- lobby the legislature. And this has been going on; they've they formed it back in the '90s, early '90s. So. That's one thing to know about this. And it's also, it's election year. Every time there's an election year, the legislature in Tennessee is going to pull some stupid bullshit thing like this. Uh, probably doesn't have a chance of passing. If it passes, there's a pretty good chance it will get overturned. So, you know, it's just sad that it's happening. It's sad that, you know, again, we are essentially the African-Americans uh, of our time. Uh, hmm. Wait, Here, if uh, you're going to make that kind of statement, Anthony, clarify it, because I'm going to come after you with the stick, because, again, I'm with David. Well, no, just just be careful when you say African-Americans of our time, because sometimes people get their pains in a bunch about that as well. They do, and they're wrong. They're, wait, right, but they do get a panties in a bunch because they think it's a different thing, but the reality is when the church said that interracial marriage was against God or, right, yeah. you know— Sorry, buddy. We're fighting the same battle. You may not think because you guys still have Jesus on your side and you think that we're diseased. And so you can't imagine the battles being the same. But the difference is at least we didn't have to drink out of different water fountains. No, that's, right. that's a good point. I'm just I'm just saying be careful because uh, he stands I, by I, what I he says. I think the best explanation I, I heard about that is that uh, when I was watching C-SPAN, the one time I ever watched C-SPAN, and there was somebody from I think the human rights human rights campaign. She said that mm-hmm. she said something to the extent of um, a lady called in said that she didn't associate the black movement with the gay movement. She's and this lady was like, well, there are some similarities and whatnot. And she started going down the list of similarities. So there is yeah. there is some comparison. I just feel dirty comp- comparing the the struggles because each struggle is going to be different in its own way, even though it is discrimination at the core. Does that make well, sense? At the core, the central issue is you have one group that thinks the other group isn't human, much less capable or or worthy of being treated like they're human. Right. So that's where we're alike. It's just the idea that somebody always wants to make a difference. They always want to create an us and them. So 
And yeah, in the South, for many years, racial issues were basically what political campaigns were built around. Absolutely. It's so, so funny when you look back at between Johnson and was it McGovern? Damn it. Who was who was right. Yeah. And you look back and and back in that day all the people who were McGovern supporters who were trying to keep the blacks out of schools and mm-hmm. they were you know he was seen as doing the right thing by so many people and now yeah. you look back and you're thinking what an effing bigot was this guy. But at the time yeah. you would never have thought that because what he was doing seemed to be absolutely right and acceptable protecting you know, what was what was theirs, you know, and Johnson yeah. was looked at as a stranger. Yeah, absolutely. But now you would not even you'd you'd, you'd be insulted by that. Absolutely. Brother and Seder, feel free to jump in at any point. No, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Less, we have left Scott speechless. No, when David talks, I'm like, OK, I'll just let David talk because he sounds smart. And I'll, I don't want to. I'm comedy, baby. That's all I am. <laughs> well, speaking <laughs> of comedy, let's let's get let's uh, talk about some comedy that's happening in Los Angeles. And since Patrick dropped off the Golden Globes. Besides that. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, Joey, if you would read the next story, please, about the city council adopts, adopts condom requirement for porn. Oh, God, you know how I feel about this. <laughs> Los Angeles City Council has approved a measure requiring the use of condoms in all porn productions. And this is from a press release from the AIDS Healthcare Foundation. In a historic move during today's city council meeting, the Los Angeles City Council adopted the proposed ordinance, the City of Los Angeles Safer Sex in the Adult Film Industry Act. Which there was an acronym for that, like suck it or something. Um, <laughs> a ballot initiative that has recently qualified uh, qualified to be placed on the June 5th, 2012 elections, despite legal action by Los Angeles City, Attor- city Attorney uh, to block the measure from appearing before city voters on the ballot. The ballot measure would uh, condition the issu- issuance, excuse me, of city film permits to adult film producers to condom use in subsequent adult films shot and produced in Los Angeles. So we know what that means, folks. It's going to go much back to the idea of when alcohol was illegal and people started doing bootlegging. It's not going to stop. They just won't get permits, which makes it even more unsafe for those teenagers who either want to be in the films and want to become a star or just need money. So, Joey, you're making it too big. It means they're all going to go to Orange County and get a hotel room and film there. Right. I mean, either way, it's just well, so stupid. Well, here's my, here's my questions here, and, and, and maybe you guys can help clarify. Is this is, – was there going to be a ballot measure, and because of this was passed, the ballot measure is no longer needed? Yeah. Okay. So then the question is, is how do they – I'm assuming that it's all based on the location of the office of where they're storing the records for the kids. So you know, when, the, when did they just move to a different county? But the bottom line, maybe, but this is all I'm saying. You know that this group, this group, the AIDS Healthcare Foundation, let's be honest, there's not a Republican among them, and they're all probably uber liberals. And I never understand how this is okay. (laughs) This, you know, making a law that says this is okay, restricting something like this. But in any other situation, you know, like, oh, abortion shouldn't be restricted. Uh, marriage shouldn't be restricted, then it's okay. But something like this, oh, no, no, we need rules in place. I never understand that. Well, it's basically people's uh, miscomprehension that they need 
to save everybody. And this they give up one. Well, this, this goes back to to religious people sometimes, and uh, well, why, President Kennedy accepted. But go, go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. Why aren't these people making handing out condoms then in schools? Because I'm sorry, the sex industry when there's an HIV square a scare, boom, they freeze it. You know, when there's an HIV scare in a school that you don't know that the the cute guy's been fucking everybody in sight and now spreading uh, venereal diseases, why aren't they handing out the condoms in school then? Because their think, belief is that you shouldn't be having sex in school. And that, their belief, yeah. their belief on this, when they passed this ordinance, was saying the reason why condoms should be worn in porn movies is because there's impressionable people, chill, impressionable people, which to me means minors or people under the age of 21. Because after that point, you're not impressionable. If you're dumb enough to stick your dick in something and, and not think ahead about it, then I'm sorry. I can't help you. You know what I mean? Like after a certain age, you are responsible for your own acts. Okay? It happens. You go in free willing. If you're old enough to have sex, you're old enough to have a kid. So for these people that they wanted to keep from them having sex like that, then why don't they give better sex education rather than letting them learn it off of a porn? But are they necessarily the ones that are opposing the sex education and the condoms in the school? I don't know, but I would force it there more. Would, but I mean, think of True. it this way. Well, I agree with you. I agree yeah. to your point, but I really see that uh, the evangelicals are the ones that, oh, don't you dare tell my impressionable little kid. And they're the ones that are the ones that are lifting our legs to everything. Oh, I agree. Chris, oh, and, and keep in mind, this isn't an exclusively gay issue in this case because it, it requires for straight porn too. I'm Although, saying any porn. I don't think it yeah. should be their business. Yeah, I agree. No, we, we totally agree with you, Joey. The, the, the problem is, is people's miscon... For, first of all, people's belief that they need to control other people because they need to save their kids and their belief that... Um, yeah, that... Uh, I don't know what I'm saying, but it, it, it's complete bullshit. People should have a right to do what they want with their bodies. And if you're going to do something that's dangerous or risky, you should have a right to do it. And if there's a video in front of you, then so be it. When they and I mean, I don't, go, I don't go into McDonald's and tell them how to cook their fries, all right? Oh, God. <laughs> Dude, when they, pa- when they pass joke? legislation like this, it makes me say, why don't you just legalize prostitution well, because it, you're already regulating yeah. sex work. So yeah. just legalize prostitution well, and regulate that and I'd be okay with that. Well, California is just killing themselves by doing tons of stupid shit like this. I mean, you guys are literally driving industries out of your 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 state because of stupid stuff that gets passed like this. I mean, you're shooting yourselves in the foot. I mean, this is just let the businesses carry on and let the businesses do what they need to do. And in the porn industry, let the porn industry uh, either either that they're going to pick up and move to anywhere. I mean, by the way, if you would like to move somewhere, I would like to recommend Columbus, Ohio, for a great area to help produce porn. <laughs> yeah, but they can't get uh, suntans year round. That's okay. Now I'm that's I'm going to and they I'm going the to be the jackets, person who disagrees uh, here. I knew you devil's be. advocate. Yeah, I'm going to be because okay, we had well, a good run this way. Okay, look at this way. <laughs> Look at it as the same way as requiring hard hats on construction sites or back belts in cases where you have to do heavy lifting. It's safe. I don't get turned down, though, by a helmet. (laughs) Oh, you don't like them uncut? It's not a matter of of being turned on or not. It's a matter of safety. David, the difference is 
is when you go into a construction site, things happen there. Yeah. Accidents happen at a construction site. If yeah. you're going into a porn uh, lifestyle, you have yeah. to accept those risks. But that you're, you're also you choosing. If you are choosing to do bareback porn, you uh-huh. are making a conscious choice to take that chance. Because just honestly, as, just as if you choose to do construction work without a hard hat, well, then you don't are do choosing to exp- don't or, do yeah, or riding a motorcycle, which well, is probably it's, not it's the a, same thing. It's a percentage like insurance game. You know, like the reason why cops don't wear head to toe Kevlar when they go somewhere is because percentage wise, they found, look, we don't have to dress you like a soldier. We think percentage wise shooting of a police officer is a lower risk. So you only have to wear a chest plate or whatever like that. Same way with this. I think in an industry that tests themselves, I, bo- I think it's probably a lower risk than being on a, a, on a, a steel beam where shit's flying around your head all the time. I agree. I think that's higher risk actually well, than, than porn. And plus the real reason is, I mean, let's be honest here. The real reason they're doing this is because they want to get rid of porn. They want to once again try and attack the gays at every angle they possibly well, can. I, I, I don't, don't well, put the I gays would, on I that. I would make it a gay thing in this one because I don't I think would. it is. I would this think this, it, this is all kinds of porn. It's no, I don't think it's a gay thing i think it's a i I agree with again david and i are back together (laughs) you know we don't always have to however however (laughs) however i think it is i'm i can't believe i'm going to disagree and yelled at i think it is slightly a gay bias i'll call it because nobody gives a shit about bareback straight porn right the girl but they do though I, yeah. do, I don't hear people bitching about that like I do. Oh, my, I get these homos bareback videos. Don't they know what they're doing? Yes, they do know what they're doing. They're adults. Let them be. Veritable Virgo yeah, I, says I, I'm 50-50 on that because, I mean, the, the, besides, obviously, disease transmission in straight porn, there is the possibility of pregnancy resulting. And oh, no, no, no. Most, but, most porn actresses are fixed. Well, but okay. Let's just say that that's not happened. Didn't you okay. see Boogie Nights? Come inside of me. I'm fixed. <laughs> Vertu- now, some, some things have been known to reverse themselves. Vert- True. Veritable Virgo yeah. says, I've been listening while everyone should be able to make their own risky choice. No one can be turned away from a publicly financed health care services, and the money for those services are dwindling. So that's a good question, yeah. too, is that if we – obviously, we're – if people are getting sick, then obviously at some point they have to go get taken care of through health services, and health services themselves are dwindling financially. So, and the HIV is expensive. Yes. So yes, it is. I I, I tend to th- so I I don't know I I would I would garner that I see this as just another attack on on our rights as gay individuals to exercise what sexual activities we want to. And if you go into a porn shoot and you sign a waiver, you should be, you know, that's your choice, your decision. Uh, you know what, in terms of the hard hat, David, you know, hard hats seem reasonable, but now they get completely ridiculous with people on safety sites, you know, they, where, you know, people have to get continually drug tested. People have to, you know, take out all their change. And I mean, I mean, it just gets to the point of ridiculousness where you can't even go to a job anymore without being totally molested before you walk through the gates. So and they're not allowed to work shirtless on a hot, sweaty day. Exactly. 
Exactly. So, I mean, it's, Amen. you know, this is once again, it's, it's, it's somebody trying to control people's rights and the, the need for safety is not really that the main concern the, the, the attack is to try and reduce our right to get high quality porn. So high quality. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think that the presence of a condom reduces the quality of, porn. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm, I know. So, fact, look at the time. It's a half hour, and we've only covered two. Yeah, stories. I know. We need to move on. So that, but, but you guys are always see. This is this is the group that always has the best intriguing d- discussions, and it's always hard to max and to maximize our time allotment for the for this particular group. So I yeah. So, so fuck you, other co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant to say we need to start sooner, but that's a whole other battle I need to fight. So, uh, let's... No, we need a timer for each issue. <laughs> you know, that's not a bad idea, Sater. Why don't you uh, put that on your homework list? Yes, sir. <laughs> and if we talk about a story that's gay koalas, I will take it to the – I will run the fucking clock. All right, speaking of um... – did, did you say gay koalas? Yes, it'll yes, happen. Wait it. for it. Wait for it. <laughs> All right, so um, let's move on to the next story. Uh, David, if you would, please. Yes, Archie Comics gay marriage issue out today. Uh, first gay character in the Archie Comics world, Kevin Keller, marries his partner in the latest issue released today, uh, which, by the way, was January eleventh, two 2012. Uh, In the storyline, in Life with Archie, number 16, Kevin returns to Riverside as an adult after serving in the Army and eventually ties the knot with Clay Walker. Uh, Kevin first appeared in the Veronica series last autumn, with some critics expecting only a token character to be introduced to the 70-year-old series, which has sold 1.5 billion copies since its launch. But that issue, number 202, sold out, prompting Archie Comics to issue a reprint for the first time in its history. Bob Bratal, uh, co-host of the Comic Book Page podcast, told CNN, Sexuality is a trait that's a facet of a character, but is not the single defining characteristic when the writer is doing a good job. I applaud Archie for creating a character where being gay isn't a pejorative and showing that it's possible for the Riverdale characters to interact with Kevin as they would interact with any other person. Archie Comics co-chief executive John Goldwater said last year, the introduction of Kevin is just about keeping the world of Archie Comics current and inclusive. Archie's hometown of Riverdale has always been a safe world for everyone. It just makes sense to have an openly gay character in Archie comic books. Now, the Riverdale mayor is seen presiding over Kevin and Clay's ceremony. And Mr. Goldwater added that people who might be offended by a gay storyline aren't the kind of people we want are reading our comics anyway. Thank you very much. Uh, the series may have some way to go before it beats Spandex, the Brighton-based comic following trans crime fighter Liberty and Wonder Woman-esque Liz, lesbian diva as they take on villains, including a 50-foot lesbian attacking the city. Okay, I want to read that one. I knew that was just a I want to say I want to say they are burying the lead on this one. The issue isn't that he's gay. The issue is that Clay Walker is black. Yeah. Yes, he is. Now, yeah. can any, do you know what's the funniest part about that whole stupid thing? Not only did Kevin, a high school student, just appear last autumn, but within that very short time, he has come out as a homosexual, met the love of his life, who is in the army, and black. And <laughs> then they got married. Girl, is, are they writing a lesbian story or are they writing a gay story? Because he's he's giving a I don't I I think it's great, but I think 
you know, it's not the greatest point of view to be like any kid who reads it. It's like, that's exactly how it's going to work for me. It's just really fast. Well, I guess yeah, look at it this way. Look at it this way. He actually did better than Archie because Archie still can't fucking decide between Veronica and uh, Betty. Betty. Thank Does you. I read Archie I'd comics fuck Veronica anymore? in a heartbeat. Does anybody even read Archie comics anymore? I didn't even know this still existed. I'm I think Jughead's gay. I missed uh, I missed the the one where where Kevin came out. I'm going to make sure I get this one. And I I've not bought comic books in years, and I'm going to make sure I get this one. And it's going in a bag. My uh, comic book story here in Monterey was sold out. Wow. Well, I may be already. Well, I don't know. I probably got a pretty good chance here in Bay City unless uh, some of my Keep friends mind, got We do have a lot of gay military here, so maybe that's why. <laughs> there was a circle <laughs> jerk between Keller, Archie, Jughead, and um, what's the other guy's name? The cute Moose. brunette. No, the sexy brunette. Is that his name? Moose is the big bear or the you big. No, that's uh, Moose. Who is who is the who is the brunette who is kind of slick? Kind of looks like uh, Richie Rich, but black hair. Oh crap! Sometimes he fucks Betty. Reggie. No. Okay, yeah, Reggie's hot. I'm just impressed yeah. how much you guys know about Archie comics. <laughs> it was a cartoon when I was a kid too. Yeah, and I, well, I remember you know, watching it. And thinking some it was of us dumb. Some of us diversify ourselves beyond just Transformers. Oh, oh, oh. Sacrilege. Kick a man Sacrilege. when he's down. Jeez, David. Jeez. And while you're down there, <laughs> while the down there. Exactly. From Transformers do an old friend a favor. Thundercats. Thundercats, oh, anybody, oh. I've been watching the new Thundercats. New one's very well done. It's different, but I like it. It's, it's very well done for a kid's show. I wonder if Auntie Vera's doing a voice in that one. She's not. I looked. Oh, okay. Yeah, she'd make a great voice actor on that, I would say. Anyhow, uh, next story moving on. Uh, Sater, you get to talk for a change. I get to talk. <laughs> California. Avis sued by Avis sued for offering discounts to gay groups. An Arizona woman has filed suit against Avis, alleging that the car rental giant violates California's law against sexual orientation discrimination when it offers discounts to LGBT groups. Lynn Evanchik claims that Avis's practice of offering discounts to members of the International Gay and Lesbian Travel Association and National Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce constitutes a violation of California's UNRWA Civil Rights Act, which prohibits businesses from offering discounts to customers based on sexual orientation. Evanchek paid $311.36 to rent a car from Avis at San Diego International Airport for a period of one week in July of 2011. She later learned that members of the aforementioned groups received discount codes entitling them to 20 to 25% off standard rental rates due to marketing agreements Avis had entered into those organizations. These unfair and unlawful <laughs> business practices result in many consumers who are not affiliated with those organizations <laughs> paying substantially higher rental rates than those made available to gay and lesbian renters, the complainant states. Oh, honey, just call yourself a lesbian and get over it. Exactly. <laughs> Well, I mean, does she have to? Do you have to be a gay to join those groups? Oh, I know. Well, what about discounts to like AAA? Well, AARP. I th- yeah. I'm fairly certain has a Avis discount 
Dear God, I'm not old yet. Shut up, whores. Uh, <laughs> I should get that discount. Yeah, the, the, well, it's only a couple of years before you're able to join, though, Seder. Yeah, and somebody How cannot dare. be gay yet. I mean, they could be, you know, in transition. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, if you're really asking for a discount, and it, I mean, I would have to think that the company would just say, oh, yeah, well, here's a discount. Just give it to you to just... Well, I mean, they offer so many, I mean, for so many different groups, like I said, AARP and who knows what else. As no, somebody who used to run a not-for-profit theater, a group is a group is a group. I'm going to give it to a group. If a group of church ladies come in that have 15 or more, I'm going to give them the same discount as a group of KKK members who come in sheets and all. A group is a group is a group. I'm not, you know, whatever. If she gets 15 of her friends, she'll get that same discount. That is all. Now, I, do say, I do want to say I am a little intrigued by this California Civil Rights Act which prohibits businesses for offering dis- offering discounts to customers based on sexual orientation. That sounds bizarre. Yeah, it does. How that? How the hell would that ever get passed? Well, what kind of know. group was it, though, is the question. Like, if you are a group who is a gay softball league, which means you don't have to be gay to be in it, that is a group. It's not a group that's your... It just so happens that most of the people are gay. They just attach the word gay to it. It's not a gay-only group. Do you know what I mean? Well, but, yeah. I mean, typically, you know, <laughs> International Gay and Lesbian Travel Association, they're booking cruises, travel for, you know, people who, especially like cruises, you go there, it's going to be all gay people. You know, well, like that's Atlantis not, that, you know what, that's not completely true. I was on an Atlantis cruise last year, and I sat with a wonderful lesbian who was on the cruise with her mother, and her mother was a heterosexual. Right. Okay. But what I mean is, yeah, they basically that may be it, but it's not just gay people who they're booking for, is my point, which then would invalidate that one because the discount is not just for gays. Hey, I right. just, I, I just want to okay. note. I stand correct. Veritable Virgo says maybe if she wore a plaid, plaid flannel shirt when renting, she would have never received her IGLA discount. <laughs> 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 All right. All right. Well, let's. Uh, Let's move on due to lack of time. So I just want to note, uh, we received a nice letter. I want to point out this video that uh, was sent. Well, it's not sent to me, but it's up on YouTube. But let, let me go ahead and read this. It says, hi, guys. I really enjoy your blog, and I'm very thankful for all you've done for the LGBT community because I am also have a passion for LGBT rights. My band made a video for our song, Shades of Purple, which is about the legalization of same-sex marriage. We would be honored if our video could be featured in your blog or podcast. The video has only been up for five days and has... And it has already gotten more than 45,000 views and is also featured on multiple blogs such as the American Gay Blog, which is one of the largest and most respected gay blogs in the country. I've never heard of it. Our band Me either. I've never heard of it either. Our band is also the first to incorporate shadowgraphy in a music video. Thank you so much for your time. Best wishes. Gil, Gil, I'm sorry, Gil Klein, singer, guitarist, and songwriter for By June. I will have to admit this is a very, very cute video. And you can go do a search on YouTube for By June, and the name of the song is Shades of Purple. And I, we, I won't play it now, but go check it out when you guys have time. It's actually a really, really cute video. 
So. And the lead singer is kind of cute. I know that too. <laughs> so double eye candy. Some some creative uh, artistic stuff with with shadow puppets. I I will have to give them credit for. So, it's it's amazing to see. It's amazing to see actually creative, well done videos that you don't. I mean, screw MTV. Anybody can do a video these days, which is great. So, all right, on to the next story, Joey, if you would please. Oh, I'm so not paying attention. Okay. Uh, the Minnesota one? Yes, and speak in a Minnesota accent if you can, please. Oh, dance monkey. <laughs> <laughs> year... I'm not sure how good my Minnesota, Minnesota is. Last year, Minnesota legislator approved a constitutional ban on same-sex marriage, don't you know? A bill which would most uh, must be endorsed. Oh shit, my microphone! By the oh dear Gussie, um, by the voters in November in order to become a law. Uh, Democrat legislators have just filed a bill to repeal the bill. Oh, a lot of lot of bills, don't you know? Which created the amendment which would remove the item from the bill. And then he wrote fancy, which I don't know what that means. It must be one of those big city words. <laughs> And I'm not going to read you the bill. No, but it's nice. It's nice to know that somebody's actually trying to file something to get that removed. So you go check out uh, House HF number one eight eight five. So you can go check that out. As most of these stories are either from Joe My God or PinkNews.com, so you can go find more information about that. But just to make you the public aware of what's going on in the world of our all of our. Laws and bills that are getting passed across. And you know what's the sad part about this with me? Because I am totally torn about this. Because there is that part of me that uh, that you know um, extremely um, believe in the idea of people's rights. That I'd say, oh God, shouldn't these people have the right to vote what they really want? And then there's that other part of me that goes, oh God, they're such hateful fuckers. Should they have the right to vote for what they want? You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it's really yeah. one of those moments I'm truly torn. I really would rather take it to the people, but you know, whatever. Well, that's why I stand by my belief that nobody should be allowed to vote unless either A, you get a college degree, or B, you've been in the military. That would just eliminate half the problems. But everyone thinks I'm crazy when I say that. Well, oh, why would we ever think that about you? <laughs> See, David, you're learning. I set you up, you not get out of the ballpark, Rick. <laughs> so, all right. Um, no, we really think you need help. <laughs> yes, Anthony. Believe me, there are so many other reasons we think you're crazy. Well, I, I, my therapist says I'm neurotic, not crazy. <laughs> Which therapist? Aren't you on like the sixth one now? The other five no, retired? Actually, I've, been, I've been with one of my one therapists for about six years now, and I actually give him credit to helping me. Get it up. ain't working. Hey, I have a, I've been <laughs> no. in a four-year relationship, okay? I give him credit hey, for Hey, you're making... still taking pictures of yourself having sex with vegetables. Trust me, it's not working. <laughs> Shh. He doesn't know about that. Anyhow. All right. On to the next. He does now. Yeah. Well, no, he doesn't listen to podcasts. On to the next story. Okay, I'm going to just uh, cut this down to about a sentence. Uh, it appears that uh, a functional HIV cure trial advances. Uh, Some gamma biosciences is going into a clinical trial where they are looking at whether uh, if they have one uh, method of treatment, whether the patient would be able to cease their meds at the end of the treatment. So they're looking at a cure. Oh, fantastic. So it only took us, what, how Wonderful. many years? 
can I, I, I just want to say something because I thought of something I said earlier and I just want to, I don't want to retract it, but I want to clarify it. Uh-oh. I don't think that somebody who has sex unprotected deserves to get what they get. I hope that didn't come out that way because I, I probably did. And I don't mean that if you have sex unprotected, what I mean is if you're going to have sex unprotected and if you're an adult and you're old enough to make these decisions, you should be able to weigh out and know what possibilities are. I don't think that people, you know, I, I did think I said something like, if not, they're just idiots if they don't know by that point. I just think that you have to use your head and you have to be smart about things because I don't want people to think I think anybody who got, got HIV after the age of 21 is an idiot. No, I don't I, think I, that. Joey, but I, 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 first no, all, because I've been called on that statement before and I just, what I'm saying is yeah, you have the, to weigh things out, you yeah, know? Those are people that are taking things <laughs> as a grain of salt and blowing them out of proportion. I mean, if you've listened to this show enough times, if you listen to your show, you know that you're a, a guy with a good heart and you're not really – I mean, it's hard to do a show and say things. I mean, if we if we were sitting here having to filter everything we said, my God, the show would be so fucking boring. I, I, I just want to make sure – I just want to make sure that's clear that I don't I, think you've got I, it. I you're I just stupid. Make, I, I just want to make – I just want to make sure you know that don't beat yourself up too much. I, I think we understand what you what, what everybody means. So, so kids, kids, use condoms, use common sense, and if you know, try to avoid getting HIV. And if you do, it's not the end of the world. But um, just realize that the choices you make affect what possibly can happen to you in the future. And if it looks like rotting meat, bleach it before you do it. <laughs> Veritable Virgo says, I don't think it came across the way, Joey. That said, there are a lot of people out there who lack that analytical ability. So kudos to you, Joey. So, um, All right. So, yeah. So basically a possible cure. We will keep an eye on that for HIV. All right. Uh, next story. Anthony, Did- I just want to say this, last, this next story is going to take up the rest of our time. All right. Well, do we? I'm just I'm just warning you. I know how. I have a feeling that we're going to go off on this one. All right. Well, then we'll say the last story for next week. Then so sounds good to me. All right, uh, David, <clears throat> if you would please. All right. Let's see what what were we doing here? Uh, oh yes, Canada shocker. Uh, government says marriage is by foreign gays not legal. Um, I do have to say this story is out of date, sort of. Oh, is it uh, an update? Yes. Yes, there right, is now just, an update. Uh, what what had happened was there's a there's a lesbian couple that married in I believe it Toronto, yeah, um, and they're now filing for divorce uh, because this was married because they were married in Canada. Canada ruled that their marriage was not valid because they were not Canadian citizens. Okay, um, and they said because they were not Canadian citizens, they couldn't be divorced because legally they were not married. There does appear to be a hole in the provincial law for Ontario, maybe even the whole country. Um, the Canada, Canadian Parliament, which is, by the way, run by the conservative government, has said, okay, we're going to fix this. You know, contrast this with how the conservatives in this country would act, where they would just absolutely write in an absolute ban saying that foreign, you know, foreign nationals, foreign whatever, you know, are not eligible to be married in this in Canada. Uh, the Harper government is going to actually just say, "Okay, we're we're going to go ahead and amend this and just say, yeah, the marriages are legal." So it's not completely done yet. But contrast that again with what happens just south of the border here, uh, where totally they would just say, "Well, here's our chance to ban it." 
you know. Correct me if I'm uh, wrong, but that wouldn't just apply to straight marriages. I'm um, gay marriages. It would apply to any foreign marriages. Correct. I think. Um, Technically, yes. Technically. Which, to be honest with you, a lot of people go to Toronto and and the other side of Niagara Falls and that stuff to get married. The financial impact that it would have on that country would be – they'd lose a lot of money just on the fact that they wouldn't be getting uh, these people coming over to get married. And that's huge. Okay, here's what the issue was actually. The issue was um, this couple, one lived in England – one woman lived in England. The other one lived in Florida. Neither jurisdiction recognized same-sex marriage as legal. So, you know, they had a marriage that's valid in all of the Canadian provinces and territories, but it was not legal once they went back to their home jurisdictions. Um, although, you know, so they, it does say that they are updating their civil marriage law to recognize gay unions for couples who live outside of the country. So it looks like specifically they are addressing um, same-sex marriage. Yeah, and uh, this goes back to what Joy was saying is that this is going to probably be won by the fact that you can't go from state to state, country to country, and not have the same law recognizing people's marriage. Right. Well, it's – I mean – in this country, we do have the full faith and credit clause of the Constitution that says that um, basically marriages or driver's licenses or, or things, legal documents of most of most types or contracts are valid from state to state, um, essentially. Um, yeah, but we also but, have the Constitution, yeah. and of course we have wonderful laws and enactments that are passed to basically rip the Constitution apart as such. Wait, it, well, Mr. And, David, and not, yes. what's very interesting is I was at a dinner party last night. I wore a lovely black gown, and I was talking to my tax person, <laughs> and I said, you know, what in New York State, what are the, do you have to now file um, – Married, if you're married, gay, in a gay marriage in New York, do you file married for the state and single for federal? And she said, no, actually, you can file married for both because you're married in the state and the federal goes off of whatever the state recognizes. So I thought that was really interesting. A little strange, and that I'm looking for more details on it, but because they said, no, you're married. You're married, and they said you're not married. When you get married in any state, they don't say by the power invested in the United States government. They say by the power invested in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts or the state of New York. She's like, so you're married, and when you file taxes, it's based on what that state recognizes. And I thought that was interesting. Country Boy West, you have a subject. I question that because uh, – I do too, and she's actually double-checking it. Yeah, I, I I don't think that's right because my company recognizes uh, uh, same-sex marriages or you know civil unions, whatever they want to call it. If it's legal in a particular jurisdiction, they will allow the the partners, um, you know, whatever what, whatever legal stuff is allowed. But one thing they can't get is um, I'm trying to think what it is. I think it's like a, a discount card. Uh, the partner who does not work for the company cannot get the discount card that a spouse would be able to get because of the federal tax laws. That's interesting. Uh, I mean, that's like Social Security, too. Well, well I also thought that they have problems with the health insurance. Yeah. yeah. Um, they can do insurance if the state recognizes it. Uh, but 
it's something okay. to do with the there there's something really funny with employee discounts because we run into this with um, the auto centers that my company uh, has. Uh, if an auto center is attached to the main store, they can offer a, an employee discount to everyone who works within that store. But if the auto center is not attached to the store, <laughs> they cannot because they would have to actually offer the employee discount not only to the employees of the main store, but to everybody else in the mall. It's some sense. kind of weird thing with the tax laws. And we have employees of, of a neighboring store that has a detached auto center come to ours all the time because they can get their employee discount here because ours is attached. And theirs is detached. So it's the, the, the tax laws on some of these things are just funky. Well, speaking so of funky, surprise, surprise. speaking of funky, we're out of funky time. But needless to say, I think that it's we we live in interesting times to see all this changing right before our eyes. I, I would definitely say so. Um, but what I I do want to again say though, hooray to a conservative government for saying, "Hey, this was a screw up, and we're going to fix it." That's that's called a government that actually paper. is working. Right. Yeah. Uh, but the Harper governor, Harper still says this is not an issue. He doesn't want to get back into debating what marriage actually is. They're just fixing what turned into what turned out to be a loophole. Veritable. And I actually had a couple of friends locally that this was going to affect them potentially because they got married in Ontario. And uh, even though they recognize their marriage is valid no matter what, if there was ever a potential for you know, marriage, same-sex marriage to be legally recognized in this country, they could have been a little bit of, a, of an issue, maybe. Uh, real, real quick, Lambda, uh, Veritable Virgo say in the chat room, Lambda Legal is still reporting that same-sex couples must file separate and single on federal taxes. So obviously it's possible that the there's some the, uh, either miscommunication, what should be filed. That's that's totally interesting. I will follow up with my tax person because I actually asked her to look in it deeper. But she yeah. said based on New York, she said based on tax laws and everything she's done, she's like, I don't understand why you wouldn't. You're married, period. Right. Well, I think I read something a while back that said if the, if you filed it, the government wasn't going to go crazy about it or something like that. But anyhow, well, I, do, old, I do recall that, standard that That federal law trumps state law. Right, right. All right. Well, we we're we're out of time, gents. But I thank you all for joining me once again. And needless to say, let's go around and give everybody a chance to promote their shows. I'll skip the donation segment for this week. But obviously, if you enjoy the show, your donations help make a difference. And huzzah! Donation is loving. So you get dirty pictures for it. No dirty picture. Well, not for me at least. If the other co-hosts, I'll send some dirty pictures. All right. Well, there you go. David's now dropping his hat into the ring as well. That, that'll, That's that'll not all we drop. Donations right there. <laughs> all right. So first, without any further ado, Mr. Joy for cocktails and cream puffs, if you would please. Well, I think you just said it all, and just add a .com on that. I'm Joey from cocktailsandcreampuffs.com. We come out every week with a brand new show. And uh, we're technically on hiatus for these next two weeks, but you will still get a brand new episode because I'm like that. So, um, yeah, that's it. Bye. All right. Mr. David, the Blue Jeans Guy. Yes, thatbluejeansguy.com. Check out my nearly weekly podcast. And coming very soon, the American Idol update with Ramble Redhead will once again rear its beautiful head. <laughs> All right. Get some rearing done there. All right. And then the Mr. Busy Bee, Mr. Brother Sinatus. 
Uh, see me on, you can pick me up on Twitter or Google Plus and follow my audio booze. And last but not least, my endeavored co-host who helps me so much and sends wonderful Christmas hearts, Mr. Sater69. Uh, you can find my show, I swear to God, I'm going to record tonight, The Sater Sphere, that's S-A-T-Y-R-S-P-H-E-R-E. You can find us on iTunes or at www.satersphere.blogspot.com. All right, very very good, guys. And, of course, I'm Anthony from Ashanti No Lemon. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next time on This Week in Gay. Stay tuned for Country Boy Wes on his show. Coming up next on Pride 48. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, bitches.